You are now you listening are now to listening the sweet to the sounds sweet of Josie's boy. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Call Me When It's Over. I'm your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. I'm like the best host on earth, and it's the greatest podcast on earth. <laughs> AKA Tony Flair, AKA Light Skin Brian McKnight, AKA Christopher Williams reincarnated, even though he ain't dead yet. And I'm here to have a good time with you guys, so thank you for coming back. I appreciate you guys. Uh, cmwio.com cmwio.com that is the the the, the site now a shout out to everybody watching on uh, facebook live hi kayla hi maureen my beautiful cousin chantel what's going on girl she's finally back it's it's been a good minute welcome back um cmwio.com uh josiesboyart.com make sure you guys follow me on instagram at josiesboy j-o-s-i-e-s-b-o-y or one more hashtag your favorite artist and follow the podcast at underscore call me when it's over so yeah um i'm, I'm, I'm ready I'm, I'm ready to get started big shout out to uh real quick big shout out to my guys and my ladies and my friends everybody who reached out to me in the past two two weeks um i appreciate you guys you know what I'm saying like everybody has showed me love and and uh brought me out and just helped me these past two two three weeks has been a very uh difficult past few days but I'll get more into that in a in a minute but uh big shout out to y'all thank you very much I appreciate you guys I love all y'all and a uh, big shout out to Jen's Jules as always so um oh yeah yeah now I hear myself louder is that is that better um yeah yeah so let's 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 uh here's the the song for today yeah, it's been a minute. You you know yeah, you know, you know. Yeah. Uh yeah, so let, let's 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 I guess let's get started. I guess that's it. Um let's divulge. So uh today's topic almost didn't happen. Like the the uh, I guess that's like a returning thing, a reoccurring thing for the past few weeks. It almost didn't happen. But uh there's a mural I'm painting that I just finished. So everybody who wants to see the mural uh that I finished painting has been following me on Instagram, you guys want to see it. It it will be unveiled um during the art crawl in Harlem for the Dream Center this Sunday. So everybody that's watching the, the Facebook live stream, you'll be able to this Sunday. I'll be there from like 10 to 7. It's 205 West 119th. So it's uh, 119th Street uh, by Adam Clayton Powell Jr. Boulevard. So I'll put the address and all that stuff up on my page. And I, for some reason, I, it was on Snapchat too. I've been on Snapchat a little bit lately. Don't ask me why, but I've been on Snapchat. Uh, yeah, so everybody who wants to come see the mural... All information to be up. It, it, it'll be a dope ass. It'll be a dope ass art crawl. Like it, it, uh, the Dream Center, they're going for, they're going around to everybody. Please do come. Yeah, please. They're going around to every um, uh, studio, like every art gallery in Harlem around that area. So it's like raw space. I got a bunch of stuff. So it's gonna be cool uh, food. And they're unveiling my mural in like a real big grand scale. And I'm gonna give a nice little speech. Uh, and I'm and and we're gonna have like some stuff on display. I have some stuff to sell. But point being is, it's about me. <laughs> let's let's just put it like that. No, I'm sorry. That sounds very conceited. But it's about me. Anyway, um, yeah. So that'll happen. So today, uh, I went over there to, to kind of put a white a white border on uh on on the on the mural, kind of just like make it pop or whatever. And I had a subject in my head that I wanted to talk about. And I was like, ah, you know what? I didn't I didn't want to you know get too 
too crazy. I didn't I, I didn't know how like emotionally. I didn't know. Hey, Cree, what's going on? Uh, shout out to my homegirl, Cree. She loves me. Uh, I'm blessed to have friends friends like this, man. But real talk, I'm I'm very blessed to have good friends like this. Uh, shout out to my guy, Jay Santos, who's always by my side. That's my brother. Uh, oh my! Yeah, it's it's. We're almost like almost a decade in, so it's like yeah, loyal by by fault. <laughs> so um, I didn't I didn't know emotionally how I was gonna how I was gonna react to me talking about it. Like I didn't want to get super sensitive and make somebody feel awkward. Which oh my, it was not only the sound effects. Yeah, um, yeah, I didn't want to get like super awkward and like really emotional because I, I I know I'm gonna talk about. Oh, did the mic go off? Okay, um, okay. I, I I didn't know how I was gonna react to certain things, and I'm I'm pretty sure I'll I'll, I'll feel some type of way now. So if I get a little uh, if I get a little misty out, I apologize. Uh, but you know I'm talking about some, like some some serious stuff right now. So uh, like I said, I'm a balance between ratchet and righteousness. So <sighs> let's have some fun. So I'm sure everybody has heard by now Jay Z's four 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 album. Everybody's heard it, and uh, I love how everybody like a lot, a lot of people made fun of it. Like a lot of people were like, "Oh, this is not the Jay Z I wanted to hear," and this is like he's he's corny and blah, blah blah. And I'm like, "All right, the masses, like the the status quo people, are not really up for growth. Let's put it like that. Nobody's really cared about growth." So uh, he had like the the, the really intricate videos that he's doing, the music videos and stuff like that. But uh, he had a, a little documentary called Footnotes. I, I don't know how many parts it is, but I've only seen one part. I think there's two, but I mean, there's more than two, but I've only seen two posted in one. I've only watched one part. And uh, the part that I watched was uh, it had Chris Rock, um, Kendrick Lamar, uh, Ty Ty was in there. Jay was in there himself. Like it, it, it's it's kind of it, it was literally like men divulging their feelings about like uh, their women and, and blah, 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 whatever. Like like pretty much in the setting that men don't usually get to to do. Like men don't get to to express too much because you know how this is supposed to be like the rock and we're not supposed to be sensitive and all that good shit, whatever. So uh, I almost didn't talk about it today. So when I went to go to the mural uh, to finish it, shout out to uh, Shant- uh, Kathleen. <laughs> shout out to Kathleen. Uh, she she's like one of the directors at the Dream Center. Uh, I I hate when people say overheard because she she was allowed to tell when she was talking. <laughs> So I was listening to our conversation and she was talking about, and this is something I, I spoke to you about a lot and I see on Facebook a lot, like uh, women would like outspoken women would say something and the men would be in the comments and they'll go, Oh, not all guys, not all guys, not all guys. Like that's, it's like a big def- defense thing. So I heard Kathleen talking about that and I said, yo, it's so funny that you bring that up. Uh, cause I, I wanted to talk about something like that. Uh, my whole thing with, with, with that was, uh, there's no reason for men to kind of be defensive towards women. When it comes to that, because instead of you defending that not all guys are like that, maybe we should just call other dudes out on being fucked up. Why don't we just prove that we're better as opposed to just always saying, it's not me, not me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get more into that or whatever. So the the whole footprints thing to me was interesting because this is the first time in in, in my life, in, in, in my history of what I know, that women are... Uh, being voiced like their voices are being heard this much in the spotlight which is amazing I, I'm, I'm very happy about that i was raised by women uh, i have sisters my, i was raised by my grandmother all that good stuff so i'm 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 happy that women are becoming more outspoken and and uh they're not appreciated the way they should be 100 percent. but it's like it's it's slowly getting there you have like the the you know the Issa rays and the amanda seals and 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 the, the uh there's like 
so many so many women that are down for for a cause and we're being heard more and and women are, well they're being heard more and they're being more aggressive and they're being out more outspoken but then <laughs> on the other half of it there's a lot of guys getting really sensitive about that shit like there's a lot of men who can't take that women would tell you like yo you're fucked up for this or you're this or you're that and most dudes are now reverting to to, to being soft like you hurt, you hurt my feelings it's like dog relax like your ego's still gonna be there <laughs> it's, it's not going anywhere like your dick not gonna fall off relax you know like just do what you can to support you feel me so right now in the 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 the, the space that we're at i'm a big fan of seeing men kind of not not so much like i, I know a lot of uh, the society would say like it's the, the emasculation of men and we're soft and blah 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 whatever and it's like all right who wants to be I'm not telling you to be a little fucking cream puff, <laughs> but who wants to be some kind of hard rock constantly? You know what I'm saying? Like, who in the hell wants to be, uh, like, like, who wants to be RoboCop? Nobody wants to be RoboCop. And I completely understand that we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be, uh, like, the, 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 the providers. Like, we can't be, uh, oh, mm. oh, shout out to my cousin Patrick just joined and he's, he's, he's traveling the world right now. So big shout out to him and his wife. Uh, love you guys. With, with the way like hyper masculinity is right now, it's like running running rampant to the point where like you can't believe that anybody is as tough as they say or or as as real as they say they are. And uh, with the situation that I've, I've been going through, I um I've dealt with a lot these past few weeks. And I'm not trying to like it's not no pity party. It's not a pity party. It's not uh it's not I want to compare a man's pain to a woman's pain because it's not that at all like women will women will forever and have gone through way more pain than we ever will like let's let's be like that we'll never be anywhere near dealing with anything near than more than they have you know what i'm saying like i'm not to say we all don't have our, our, our things we all have our social issues and, and and sexual issues all that good stuff but like women have been put down and marginalized way more than men for forever for ages so i mean well at least from what i know you know uh so I just completely forgot my point about that too. Damn, I fucking hate when I do that. Women, what? Nobody says that anymore. Nobody says they want a sensitive man. Who says that? Here's the thing. I'm going to tell you right now. As a man, right? We have this. All men have egos. We all have these ridiculous, wild ass egos. Whether whether it's prominent or not, the average male will always consider himself an alpha male, even when you are not, <laughs> because they're. <laughs> Because you are told that you have to be alpha male. You have to be this. You have to be that. And in all honesty, not everybody's born to be a leader. Not everybody's born to be somebody to look up to. Somebody has to be a a, a soldier before you become a chief. You feel me? So when, 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 when I sit there and I, uh, and I was talking to uh, Kathleen about things, maybe not sensitive, but someone who is in touch with their feelings. This is true. And I'm, I'm about to get to that point. Thank you. Thank you. I'm about to get to that point. Uh, When I was talking to Kathleen, uh, I told her, I said, this is the first time in my life where I've, I've felt like emotionally unstable. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been, and I, I'm telling you, I've, I've been homeless, <laughs> not living in the street, thank you, by the grace of God. But, uh, you know, I've been displaced. I've been homeless. Uh, I've been I've, I've, I've been through like anything you can pretty much think of b- before the time I was 20. I've been through more people than that are like 45. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And. I'm talking, you know, just like anybody, just like anybody who's been through poverty. It's like not knowing where your next meal is going to come from, not knowing how the rest of your family is going to eat, having to provide at a certain age. It's like all the types of stresses that you have to deal with. And this is the first time in my life I felt emotionally unstable. Like I've to, to the point where it's like I told you uh, and I'm glad that we, we, we mentioned like 
uh, mental health and depression and things like that. Like, this is the first time in my life I've told you that I, I legitimately considered hurting myself just so somebody could speak to me. God's honest truth. I'm not saying this shit for no pity or nothing like that. Like, I'm mad at myself for even having that cross my mind. Like, I was walking over the 138th Street Bridge, and uh, there's, the, the highway is really weird. It's like four double streets or whatever. It's really weird. Or would that be two? No, no, it's four because it's like both sides on each side. Yeah. So I'm, I'm walking, and I cross the street, and the light is, is red, but it's like it has like the turn. You know, I have to, to turn on red or whatever on, on one side. And there was a big-ass truck coming, and I, it was like, you, you know how you cross the street, and the car's like right there? I was crossing the street. I kid you not. God's honest truth. Everything in my body said, take two steps back. I swear to you. And one foot step, step back. I don't know how the hell I crossed the street. Like, I don't know how, what kept me going. But I kid you not. Like, I legitimately, like, put one, one my left foot back. And I was like, no, no, no. I can't. I, I can't. Do, I, I, I can't. But to have these scenarios go through my head is like, it was the first time. And it was so, I didn't, I don't, I didn't have many people to tell these things to. You know what I'm saying? You and, like, maybe two, two, two three other people. But it's like. When when a when a man like all right we talk about like status quo when a man says something like that I'm not gonna it's I'm not gonna say it's supposed to be swept swept under, swept under the rug but looking being looked at as that sensitive or something like that or like being able to to uh, articulate your your emotions and stuff like that it's like you're not supposed to be that way damn sucker shit right that that's the problem <laughs> that is the problem right there it's like the average the average male like they'll they'll look at you and be like yo this nigga's soft like he gonna kill himself over some chick like he a fucking punk blah blah whatever and it's like you don't understand like uh like this is the first time in my life where I've been this uncomfortable where I have to literally like I'm literally faced with a mirror every single fucking day. And there's nothing harder <laughs> than living in your truth, son. As you should, though. Everybody should. But there is nothing harder than, like, literally waking up every single day and having that mirror in front of you and not being able to escape it. You know what I'm saying? Like, to, 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 to sit there. like, And, of course, everybody has issues. Everybody has shortcomings and stuff like that. But to, to literally acknowledge your shortcomings and where not so much where you fucked up, but where you can improve. And 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 to know that like you know what I'm not the only one I'm not uh, I'm not crazy even though people will tell you you're crazy I'm not crazy I'm really just going through some shit and I need to be in touch with my emotions and I need to be able to verbally like express it and when I watched this documentary I watched it three times when I watched this documentary to hear other men who are older than me hear other men articulate how much they loved a woman or how 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 they feel. When, uh, cause you know, love will fuck you up. Love will fuck you up. Like I'm talking like real love. <laughs> and love will fuck you up. And to hear other men who are like in these, these prominent positions speak on, uh, their comfort level being taken away from them all because of, a a, 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 a woman challenging them. Not in a bad way, not in a bad way. Cause you know, growth comes when you leave your comfort zone. Uh, but it's like to, to, to hear somebody say, yo, the sexiest thing in the world like that, that that a woman could do is leave you thinking. You know what I'm saying? And this is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, loving the wrong person will destroy you. I mean, but yeah, that that that's a whole nother deep conversation. Uh, love can either two love can do two, like two things. It could build you up or it could break you down. And both in both times, it's the other decision to just, like choose choose which one. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, your, it's your choice to choose what happens to you after that. But that's a whole other story. I'll get to that another day. 
Well, yeah, you fall in love with the the, the idea of a person. Yeah, yeah. People real qu- quickly fall in fall in love with the idea of a person. It's like you, right? I mean, but that's the problem. I mean, like, like I said, that's a whole other conversation. Where you get to the point where it's like, no, 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 no. Next week's episode is not this. I'm, uh, I'm getting this out now. Like I'm getting this out now because I'm not trying to browbeat this. I'm getting this out all now. Uh, oh, my, my cousin Shay said you better go ahead, <laughs> but she's bigging you up. Um, that that that's that's my producer Jason. Uh, but to to hear these men speak about how uncomfortable they are when like a woman like the woman they love leaves them, and like when when Jay like let's be honest. Everybody's like little bagels and all that stuff is like it's Jay Z and Beyonce, right? That's like the ultimate. Jay Z and Beyonce, the ultimate. Which Michelle Obama and Barack Obama, which make a hell of a lot of sense. You need to be a tandem. If not anymore, <laughs> Cliff and uh, that's Cliff and Claire is dead now. Sorry. Um, to hear Jay Z say uh, how everything, you know, they like admit that everything was built on a lie and it's like destroyed, you know, to rebuild. It's like tear down, start start over, and he's lucky that he got a second chance because that could have easily went left. And like with, 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 with all that, all, all the, all the issues that, you know, men have, like having to defend things and all, all this good shit. It's like, I don't think not even just the public, cause we're steady trying to defend ourselves to the public. I don't think we understand how deep shit goes. Cause we're not willing to acknowledge the truth. You know, you look at it like this. Okay. Like me personally, uh, I know I suffer from abandonment issues. That all goes back to like the way I was raised. You know what I'm saying? Like my, my mom, my mom, my dad, they were, I'm, I'm a product of the eighties. My parents were both drug, drug addicts. You know what I'm saying? I was raised by my grandmother, all that good shit. Uh, typical black American boy born in 85. You know what I'm saying? Like in New York born in 85. Um, she would always leave and tell me she's coming back and she never came back. And I would repress that for so long for years. I'm talking like everything that, I, like everything that happened to me with somebody leaving, I repressed it for years. And then when I, when I got into my twenties, and I, was, I ended up being in an eight-year relationship, right? And, uh, yeah, I was in love. I was in love. Uh, of course, I was, I, was, I was still, like, in my 20s, so I didn't really know everything. All I knew is I wanted to paint, and I was chasing shit and, like, you know, all that good stuff. But um, after all of that ended, I, 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 I still didn't acknowledge my truth. You know what I'm saying? The only thing I knew was that I didn't have enough this, I didn't have enough that, but I still did not acknowledge what was really wrong with me and that's like whenever something goes wrong people start to question their their um what's the word i'm looking for and it, it well all right they, they start they start to question uh whatever they're like their you know their morality and whatever they're capable of and uh they try to see where they fall short and which is cool but i didn't go that deep i failed at trying to become better because the first thing I do is like I got out of that and I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm about to just be happy, which really happens. It happens to everybody. Uh, I just want to be happy. Like I just, oh, there's mad chicks out here. I'm just gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And instead of building myself up after being after breaking myself down, I kept myself down. I just kept fucking around. I didn't get better. I mean, yeah, sure, I made a little bit more money. Yeah, sure, I got a a, a, a little bit more, a little bigger, a bigger name for myself. But it's like I didn't take the time to build myself up. I still didn't do better. And um, I jump into another situation, and, and the same thing kind of happens again. It's like, it's gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, to have, to kind of, like Kanye says, you know, just when you thought you had everything, you lost it all. And it's like, now it's gone. And I'm, I'm very surprised I'm holding myself together with this. I'm very, I'm very surprised I'm holding myself together with this. Um, I'm proud of myself. Uh, where it's gone, and you beat yourself up. Thank you. You beat yourself up and you start telling yourself like, yo, what I do wrong, what I do wrong. And it's like, then there's that one day 
that that one it's like it hits you it's like yo like like your life flashes before your eyes and you realize that yo there's a big part of me that ain't shit <laughs> like i'm nobody's perfect nobody's the best at anything let me shut up because i'm the best painter ever that's another story but no, nobody's perfect on the <laughs> brag much um nobody's perfect everybody has to take time to build like uh john gray I listened to John Gray, and he says he promised his wife that they can have an open relationship. And uh, they said, what do you mean? He says, everybody grows differently every year. You become a different person. He says, I promise to love each and every single person she becomes in every stage of her life. That's their open relationship because everybody's going to be different every year. I'm like, all right, that sounds cool. But anyway, so um, I sat one day, and I kind of like, I said, when do I stop being the victim and trying to like have a pity party and have everybody feel bad for me? And And I'm not ashamed of like, vocalizing what i'm what i'm going through I'm, i speak about my issues and all that good shit but uh when do i stop having a pity party and feeling bad for myself and actually be better and do better so that way i don't have to defend myself by saying even though i don't say it that not every guy's like that you know what i'm saying like when do i live in my truth and uh, hopefully I, I'm, I, I'm talking about this because i know i'm supposed to speak about this and somebody's gonna hear this shit Somebody's going to hear it. Somebody's going to, because obviously my show gets downloaded. So somebody's going to hear this and, and, and somebody is going to understand what I'm trying to say. Oh, I'm going to help somebody either way, whatever. So I sat and I think, and I'm like, yo, one of my biggest issues that I, that I realized was instead of trying to be a protector or a provider, I tried to impress too. I saw for so long, I didn't have People to show my stuff off to. Like, yeah, everybody knew I drew. Everybody knew I did this. Everybody knew I did that. But when it came down, like, my shows, I didn't have people on my shows like that. I didn't have uh, friends to come to my shows. Like, my family members didn't really get to come to my shows. Like, everybody had their own lives. Like, you know, everywhere uh, everywhere I go, I'm by myself. That shit hurts, son. That shit does not feel good at all. And I, for so long, just wanted somebody to still do. I want somebody that is kind of like, you know, by my side. Cause I know when I'm when I love I'm loyal as shit, friend anything like I'm you know I'm loyal as fuck. The only thing I ever wanted was to have somebody like appreciate what I do and just love me for me. But at the same time, how can you love me if I don't love myself first and in turn give you the love that you deserve? Yes, I'm 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 I think I'm a great boyfriend. I think so. I think I, I have great tendencies. Uh, being a man doesn't always mean you have to have the most money on earth. You can, you know, wherever you fall short at, you can make up with something else. And then everything, life is a scale, you know, balances out. Everything eventually balances out. Um, so I sat and I realized like, yo, instead of me trying to impress, I should have stepped up just a little more. I should have did a little more. And I, I, I feel that way about not just this, but like prior, like more previous, yeah, same shit. Previous um, relationships, it's like, right, exactly. Thank you, sir. Shout out to Rich, uh, who just joined in, the, the, the man behind the machine, uh, RageWorks.net. Everybody go check it out, please. Uh, I, instead of me, like, I, and, and I think that goes back to my abandonment issues. It's like that whole, mommy, look at this, or grandma, look at that. Like, you so badly seek validation, but I, I never seek validation from the public. I just, I always seek validation from somebody that said they love me. And part of me feels like that, that's where my downfall was. I should have. It sounds weird. Maybe it's not making sense coming out of my mouth, but it sounds great in my head. But you understand what I'm trying to say, right? It's instead of me trying to impress, I should have just been on my job that much. And very, uh, pretty much, I'm I'm very much self aware. And uh, I guess somebody was saying woke. (laughs) 
I'm sorry, I shouldn't make fun of that word. But I, I gotta I gotta I gotta laugh about something. So. Uh-huh. Not even close. Not even close. When I was twenty one, I was dumb as shit. hundred percent. Bro, I'm gonna tell you right now, after losing somebody after being together with them for eight years, that like and then it's like literally having another life. And then it's just all gone. And it's like, what do you do now? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You got it's like that. That shit bothers me. The rebuilding, the starting all over after you give everything. And I, I like I will never talk bad about anybody. I have nothing bad to say about anybody. Uh, I've never been with a bad woman, except for in high school. I've never been. <laughs> I've never been with a bad woman. Every woman I've ever met, God has blessed me with amazing women, friends, whatever. Like whatever you are, God has always blessed me with great women in my life. And um, I just I just know now. Like, cause after I, after I was out of that relationship for a long time, right? Uh, I mean, I like I always say whatever y'all believe in, you know, religion, whatever you believe in. I believe in. in I'm not so religious. I believe in God. Um, after everything happened, I promised God. I said, I said, if you give me a second chance at love, I will do better. Which is not a bad thing to pray about, but I still did something wrong. I did not ask for the strength to better myself. You know what I'm saying? Imagine having to start over at 25. No, I had to start over like 28, 27, 20. So think, if 25, I mentally, I, I, I probably wouldn't have been able to deal with that shit. <laughs> 30, right, 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 right. It's, but, and, but this, and this is the thing. But it's like starting over in general is very, very hard. It's like, especially after you invest in things. It's like losing a business. It's like you, you're on top of the world. You're selling all the pizza slices that you want. And then it's like store burns down. What are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? can't love you can't sell that that's 100 percent fact so but um my whole how much do i have how much am i in five okay my like the, the whole the whole spiel of this is instead of us having and I'm, I'm not trying to like win any side or pick sides or you know have fans and all this good shit i'm trying to speak truth my truth or whatever i can do um instead of us having to to see because a uh, shout, shout, shout out to, shout out to uh, megan felix Cause like I, I love how outspoken she. Uh, she always says, "If I see another man in my comments, right, not all men, I'm blocking you." And I, I'm never mad at saying that because it gets redundant hearing so many guys like, "No, no, it's not us, not us." And it's like by you saying "not us," you kind of like sweeping shit under the rug. And it's like it's really you. Because how many times do you tell your boy like, "Yo, you shouldn't say shit," or uh, right? You see what I'm saying? But not everybody's like that. Nobody checks their people. And it's like if you if if, if I if I have the values to call you my brother. Or if, 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 like, I don't believe in friendship, I believe in, like, family. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we're close, we're close. Like, you're my brother, you're my brother. Um, instead of us having, and I'm, 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 you know how you say things and you speak it to yourself too? Like, clearly, this is what I'm doing. Um, instead of us having to defend ourselves, on, and for one, we shouldn't have to defend ourselves to black women or women of color in general. We're supposed to be helping everybody. We should be helping each other. There should be no reason we're combating with each other. That's stupid. Um, instead of us having to defend, 100%. Lack of accountability values, both genders. All be, I, I 100% agree. Um, instead of us having to defend ourselves, why don't we all just try to do better? You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if, oh, whack-ass Mark Sanchez. Uh, if, yeah, boycott the NFL too, please. I'm dead serious. Uh, if, if, if you're, if, if you have a family, right? And financially, everything's not going great. You do what you have to do to try to to fix it, right? You you step up, right? So if somebody has the, I can't even say goal or audacity, but if somebody has the the love enough to tell you where you're falling short, and you don't try to fix that shit, you have no reason to say anything. 
you can't defend yourself about anything. It's just like what we were talking about earlier, how people use character flaws and say, that's just me. That's just who I am. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. There has to be a time and a place where you have to realize, I got to grow up, son. I got I to gotta do my shit and be better. And that's, that's, all I, that's, that's all I care about. That's all I want. And I want it for myself, too. So I, I legitimately told myself, and I ho- hopefully everybody got to own that shit. In fact, hopefully everybody, uh, you know, doesn't think I'm too crazy and I'm actually saying something correct. Because you know how you say something deep? Or you think you say something deep, but you're not really that deep. <laughs> uh, hope, uh, you know, I told myself that I was going to do better. I didn't, I, of course, I asked, you know, in my head, back of my mind, I asked for a second chance. And in my heart, I still want a second chance. <laughs> but... I promised that I was going to get a second chance for myself first. Because I always say, and I'm, I'm going to end the stream with this. I always say this. Whenever a woman leaves you and uh, you want them to come back, I always say, how can you... These fucking dogs kill me. If, if it ain't weed, it's the dogs. Um, I always say, like men always call themselves king. Like, if you're going to be a king, act like a king. Hold yourself accordingly, you know what I'm saying? But I always say this. I'm going to end the stream off with this. If you... Oh, my guy, Young Established, bro. You're just a little too late, bro. Damn, man. <laughs> but I'm about to go to Instagram, though. I'm about to go to Instagram. So uh, before I end this, everybody uh, who doesn't follow me on Instagram, follow me at J-O-S-I-E-S-B-O-Y. All one word. I'm about to go on uh, a live stream for a few minutes on Instagram and talk about some things. But um, I'm going to finish off with this. I always say, you know, I always um, men lose their women. They always say, oh, I want you to come home. I want you to come home. How can you ask your queen to come home if you don't have a kingdom to build off of? I can't ask you to come home if I don't have one. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have a mansion or a big house or something like that. But you have to have a foundation to build with first before you invite somebody in. You know what I'm saying? So I just want us all to do better. I want my brothers to do better. I want us to be better. I I, I want us to go somewhere. Thank you, sir. And it's like Jay-Z said, what's better than one millionaire? Two. Let's do better, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Let's all be better and the rest of the show will be out on Saturday. <laughs> um, CMWIO.com. Follow on Instagram at Josie's Boy, J-O-S-I-E-S-B-O-Y, all one word. Hashtag Girl's Favorite Artist. And follow the podcast at underscore Cormona Sober. So I'm going to highlight y'all, right? Peace. So I feel like Montel now. I feel good. I'm glad I got it out. I, 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 this is something I needed to get out. I'm, gl- I'm glad I got it out. It feels good. It feels good. And <laughs> I, I, try, I, try, I try to hold. I always wait for signs. I always wait for signs. I always wait for like the like I always I always wait for like the right moment to talk about stuff. And um like I said, I didn't want to like come off super repetitive or um I didn't want to kind of browbeat certain things. But um this uh, for for me, for me personally, this is just something I needed to talk about. And hope hopefully I like I know shout out to my homegirl Cree because she always tells me um she knows that excuse me, she knows that people pay attention to me when I speak. For some reason, for some reason, I don't know why. I'm glad. I'm glad y'all do. But people pay attention to me when I speak, and I know I have to like live in my truth, so that way I can help everybody else live in theirs. I don't know everything. I just know what I'm good at. <laughs> That's it. So now, uh, I'm not. You know, let, let's 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 get off that and um let's talk about something cool, some something fun. Uh, let me get on this live real quick though, because I ne- I never you you know I never get to utilize Instagram live as much as I should, because maybe I'm not that lit yet. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Um, sorry guys. So, uh, it's August, right? Some people started back to school already. It's almost that time back to school for New York. Kids got a few weeks left, right? And I saw I saw somebody post like, oh damn, where the hell did the summer go? 
It's like summer started and summer ended already. Yeah, Florida, uh, I think Atlanta, some um, some parts of Georgia, uh, a few like a few a few places are. Um, what's it? Wait, what time is it? Bam! Oh, I hit it right on time. I said I was gonna go around like nine fifteen, nine twenty. I hit it right on time. God damn! Um, yeah, if y'all have any questions, you know what I'm saying, like feel free. To, to to throw like I could do like nice little Q and A or something like that because I never really get to do this. Uh, so if y'all got some questions, anybody wants to admit their love for me, I'm single. Um, <laughs> gotta throw that out there. <laughs> very I'm, I'm I'm very unattached. No, I'm not trying to. No, I'm I'm trying to I'm I'm just, I'm trying to be for me. But if anybody wants to hang out with me tomorrow, <laughs> it is Friday. Uh, but <laughs> I'm going to Hooters by myself now. Uh, no, nah, I do want to. I, I want some margaritas. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I've had a good margarita in a while. It's been a good one. You ever went to Cantina? You should go. They have this thing called the Perfect Margarita. Like it's it's they make a margarita, but they have an ice cube uh, made of tequila. Yeah, oh, son, that should have fuck you up. Lovely. It's only twelve dollars. Boy, I had two one night. I was like, I'm getting off track. <laughs> I'm definitely getting off track right now. But um, I f- this I feel comfortable right now. Like this is this is like the most relaxed I've been sitting here so far <laughs> i'm leaning back in the chair like i ain't got nothing to do i feel like i'm on serious xm um so yeah it's it's august everybody getting ready to go back to school all the parents about to be free and be able to watch maury without getting getting harassed and shit uh i saw they always make the memes about uh i'm about to see all these ugly ass kids on the gram now uh shout out to everybody who has pretty children shout out to my brother young established his new daughter oh my god She's like a perfect little chocolate drop. She's so pretty. It makes no sense. She's cute babies, man. Like, I don't have baby yet. I would love children, just not yet. I'm still too selfish. Uh, so <laughs> it kind of it kind of started like, had me had me start thinking. I'm seeing all these kids going back to school and stuff now, and I'm like, yo, I remember getting ready for the first day of school, and I saw another meme about like laying clothes out and stuff, getting fresh, like waiting to what you go. I'm about to kill it with this. You, you, your mom go get you your little new sneakers, and you got. I, did you wear um? Uh, school uniform? No. no, I did one year for two days. For two, I think it was like third grade or something like that. Really? Because yeah. you spent so much on regular clothes. Mm-hmm. The reason yeah. why the reason why I, I wish my daughter would go to school with um with uniform is mm-hmm. because I always felt that that minimizes the whole uh, uh, sterilization of kids and they're like. You know, just them having to be, you know, in in the culture with other kids. Like right. everybody doesn't have to wear the flyest clothes. You all wear the same fucking uniform. Yeah, y'all wear the uh, same respect. shit. Respect. Yeah, 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 respect. The uh, only thing that they, everybody will start looking for is like footwear. That's it. That's it. You gotta stand out. Yeah. Um. Real quick, classes. Do I have any classes? Um. I don't have any paint tips coming up. Uh. But I. Uh, if you talk about art classes, I, I'm. I do private lessons. Um. I have like my price listing and everything like that if you you know you want to get down so just dm me we can talk i got, I got you i got i'm 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 always around always around um but oh i like that the one question yeah. i need to do this more this is fun uh it's like oh my god i just oh got, my oh, god <laughs> i feel important <laughs> no. oh my god um yeah so it's I, it's, it's funny because i think I, I wore uniform one time uh please you know questions keep them going uh i wore uniform questions one time you right? have a lot <laughs> answers I got them all uh, I, I wore a uniform one time right so clearly this is leading up to story time with Josie's boy story time this is obvious that's actually probably how my thing should start story time story time <laughs> <laughs> so there was this one year it was 94 5 this is this is how we do it came out like 94 95 around that time uh, yeah, yeah around yeah. that time around that time because it was yeah 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 it was 4th fourth, fourth grade 4th yeah, yeah. grade nine, 94 
Yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah, I'm 31. Yeah, I know. I'm, oh my god, I'm such an adult. Um, where that I don't, come from? I don't drink light beer, but where that come I'm still from? An adult. So, this was probably like this is the one memory in my life that always sticks out <laughs> in school. Uh, we went school shopping. So, for everybody who grew up in the 90s, I'm talking like if you were 10 <laughs> before the 90s were over, then you could relate. But uh, grew up poor, not poor, but you know, broke. I shopped at a, a shop that Payless clearly. Um, there was also another store called Favor. Favor shoes. Favor. <laughs> Favor. No, it was it was literally like the semi high end of Payless because everything was like three dollars more. Yeah. So it was like the semi semi high end, even though Payless is like ex- expensive. I think didn't they file for bankruptcy? Yeah, they did, right? Okay. Oh, Payless. Yeah, didn't they? Yeah, but they're still around though. Yeah, they're still around. I get it. Took a minute for Radio Shack to close too. Yeah. So they'll they'll close soon. But um, anyway, I uh. My grandmother took me shopping at Favor one year, and um, I, I, everybody knows like the, the the those low cut Hirachis right now that everybody wears the runners, mm. uh, and they look like the the old ones look like diamond turfs, like the the Deion Sanders with the big strap. Mm. Boy, she bought me some sneakers with like that look like Hirachis, the big strap. And I'm gonna tell you on the second what the what the shoes were, but they look like Hirachis. Just know that. So I bought them home. I was, I was amped. They was all white, like white patent leather, not all white patent, but like the strap was white patent leather. We had a, uh, I had like navy, it was navy blue pants mm. with a burgundy uh, sweater, cardigan with a crest, the mm-hmm. school's crest on. I'm with the PS72 on a, uh, Uncle, uh, youngest I was, Uncle Joe's baby girl just, just asked about her custom bag. She was, uh, when we link up for the, the meeting, bring it to me, bring it to me. I got you. I got you. I, I did not forget. Just bring me the bag. <laughs> I got you. Um, so you know how it is like when you excited about something, you can't, like you can't sleep. You can't sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, you up, you good, like, you excited. Bro, I don't think, I think I slept like three hours that day. Because you was like, I'm, I'm about to kill it. You know when you like eight, you don't need no sleep. Like, you're like wide awake. Well, now kids are like eight years old, so I'm like, I'm tired. I don't know the fuck you're tired from. I can stay up all night when I was eight. I can stay up for two two days straight if I needed to. So, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm my clothes, I got my shoes. Like, I woke up, and for some reason, I felt like I was in a movie. <laughs> I feel like it was in a movie. I woke up and this is how we do it. Came on the radio. <laughs> this was the summer it came out, like so it's, juice. it's fresh. <laughs> exactly. So I'm sitting there and I'm listening, like, this is how we do it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm getting ready for school. Like, I'm, I'm about to be the man. So I put my pants on, put my sweat on, blah, blah. So the shoes that look like Hirachis were New York Rangers sneakers. What? <laughs> the hockey team, New York Rangers. And they look like Hirachis, the big strap. Oh, I Boy, I thought I was killing them. So I have to look these up. I thought I was killing them. When I tell you, I thought I was the man. I thought I was the the man and a half. So like, so I put my shoes on. Like I'm walking. I got my nice little stride. We getting there, and uh, the classroom was like a uh, like a, a square without a top. Mm-hmm. So like the the teacher, the teachers that would be right in front, mm-hmm. and then it would be like the the square. I mean, excuse right. me, a square, a square without, without the top. And um, that's a circle. Yeah, right? no, no, yeah. it's a square. I thought I said circle the first yeah. time. What am I talking? Yeah, square. Damn. So it's like a square without the top. So the teacher was like in the front, right? Thought I was a man. Had my, I was like sticking my feet out from under the desk so everybody could see my shoes. This chick named Wendy came out with with twelves. Twelves? No, no. Twelves was in our thousand sixth grade. So yeah, she had elevens. Bro, she. I don't know. She had some Jordans on. She came by and crushed my whole. I put my feet up back under my desk real quick. <laughs> Boy, I thought I was a man. I'm like, this has to be my day. This is how we do it. Played on the radio. I'm like, yo, this, <laughs> this is it. 
This is the wood. This is the wood. This is like you was in the wood for. I'm about to be that. People don't understand like how crazy, (laughs) funny my life really is. But everybody always say their life is. Um, bro, and and I really thought I was the man. And a chick named Wendy came and shut my life down. I had no clue what to do. I think I wore those shoes probably. I don't remember wearing them all year. I can tell you that much. Mm. I don't remember wearing them all year. But I just remember that feeling of like the freshest dude in class. All the girls gonna want me. No, nobody's gonna want my short fat. Right. Yo, a, a women like girls did not speak to me in that way until I was like thirteen. If that, I think thirteen was the first time I, I ever heard a girl call me cute. Mm. Until then, it was all my grandmother's friends telling me I was handsome. <laughs> I was. I remember in sixth grade, Valentine's Day came around. You know, it was always that that, that popular kid in class. Mm-hmm. I had two. It's kid named Isaac. It's kid named Jermaine. Of course, Isaac was Puerto Rican. Clearly, mm-hmm. Jermaine was black. Curly, shock, shock he, look, he looked like a black my buddy. <laughs> Curly hair, everything, right? <laughs> they had them shit too. I know, yeah, I remember. I wanted one. My grandmother didn't buy it for me. So she bought me a cabbage patch off the street that had like a burn in the head. Like it was, it was like <laughs> yeah, the Jerry girl. It, it had like little, like little um, baby dreads. Yeah. But like it, you could tell it was like a house fire or something like that because it was burnt on the head and it was dipped in. Oh. I still play with it though. I still play with it. So, um,. I'm only gonna be on for a few more minutes because I like I don't want to I don't want to give the whole show away. <laughs> but uh, he had a burn victim cabbage. I had a burn victim cabbage patch doll, and he was like Dominican. He wasn't even like fully black or fully Spanish. It was like this that 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 like just a little lighter than than uh, Nessie Quick mix. <gasps> Which mostly I don't even remember that shit because Nessie Quick comes done now. Um, Nessie Quick used to come in a tin can. <laughs> it was powder. <laughs> I caught that on the outskirts. Like that—that's that, how much changed in my lifetime. I caught that on the outskirts. You had a—you—you you, you had a handicap. Cabbage patch doll. I did. I did. Actually made before it. they before they actually made it. it was the full size one, the big long one. Pause. Um, yeah. the full size one, the one you could hold. Mm-hmm. And uh, all right, guys, I'm about to cut this off. So, rest of the show, come on, it's over. Follow the page at underscore come on, it's over. I'm gonna holler at y'all. So the uh, all right, cool. I guess I'll just share it and leave it at that. That was a nice little experience. <laughs> so. We were walking down because uh, I, I tell you I grew up in East Harlem. I didn't come to Brooklyn. I was fifteen, mm. and um, we were walking down Third Avenue, and it was you know people always got like the sheets out uh, with like CDs and stuff. This guy sold like McDonald's stolen McDonald's toys and like mad shit. He always had toys for cheap, mm. and he didn't have like anything good. But then I saw like Cabbage Patch doll, but it was like laying on the wrong side, so I didn't really see the burn. I asked my grandmother if I could have it. It was like five dollars. She picked it up and I saw the big ass burn. She already paid for it, so I couldn't say no. I play with it. You had the Two Face doll. I play with that shit. It was like right here at the top of the head. It's like right here. Um, but uh, it was Jermaine. It was Isaac, right? And uh, the Valentine's Day came around. <laughs> and uh, you know how it is. Like everybody thinks somebody's cute or whatever. Not me. I was fat as shit. I was short. Nobody cared about me. I was that kid. I was the fat kid in the back of the class drawing. When everybody says that, the quintessential fat kid in the back of the class drawing, that was me. I didn't do my homework. I didn't do nothing. The first semester of the school year, my report card would be great. After mm. that, it's like, yeah, I passed the citywide. That's all you need to know. <laughs> That's it. Um, so uh, they were giving out cards, right? Everybody had to make cards. And thank God it wasn't like the Simpsons where you had to like, drop something on somebody's desk. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it was in, de- but nobody was around. It was like during lunch, they would bring each person up to the classroom to put in uh, somebody's desk. Mm-hmm. Why the hell did Jermaine get almost all the cards? It, it, it was like you saw like sticking out of everything. Yes, we came back to the classroom. Jermaine got all the damn cards. I ain't get one. I did not get one card, dog. Like no candy, 
No, nothing. The teacher didn't even give you one? Nothing. Oh, the teacher gave Jermaine one. And I'm like, I don't know what y'all got going on over here, but I don't like that at all. I feel like the guy in Belly. Mm, I don't like that. I don't, I don't Eating like a banana. That. I don't like that. I don't shit like at all. that shit. And I'm like, yo, like, why? What happened? <laughs> what did I do wrong? And um, even like later that year when prom came around, uh, they like tried to force the the fat ugly one on me, mm. like the one girl that nobody wants, <laughs> and she her standards are too high for me. I was way low on the totem pole for her. She said I was ugly, and she called me fat. <laughs> And I'm like, at 10 years old, I'm like, what? I ain't even asked for you and you turning me down? The nerve. The gall. <laughs> and like, bro, like, no, girls didn't pay attention to me. So I was like, when I got out of junior high, I lost a little bit of weight. I would say I got taller, but I only got a little bit taller. I'm only 5'8", so I didn't get that much taller. Um, well, then I got taller. I guess I went to like 5'5". Five, five? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Um, this is, I capped out at this. This is, this is as far as, this is it. I ain't go, this, I ain't go that far. Uh that when I was like 13, 14 it was the first time I ever heard a girl tell me I was, that capped every moment of freshness I thought I had in school. <laughs> that capped the first time I got a pair of name brand shoes. I got, first time I did was like uh, these Feli boots in fourth grade. I remember, I remember Feli boots. Uh, I the, loved the BBD them. joints, the, BBD, the black yes, leather. Yes, yes. I had those. <gasps> oh my God, shit. I, I had, had a black pair of them as well. I had, yeah, my grandfather bought for me. I wore them all school year. Oh man. I did not. The low, low cut. Yeah. My, I had the mids. I had the like oh, the, yeah, just, the, yeah, had the, the mids, mids, yeah. Mids, yeah. Um, but I used to keep, I kept the tongue yes. out. I scuffed them joints. I wore them beginning of school year to the end of school year. I had them shits too. All yep. year round. I can only imagine how bad them shits stink. Because <laughs> I played football in them. I played basketball. I did everything in them. Like, hey, hey, hey. Remember what, look what I'm wearing. That's right. I wore them till they fell off. <laughs> and um, when I was like 13, 14, I'll tell you, I lost my virginity when I was like mm-hmm. And um, my sister's best friend. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, my sister's best friend. <laughs> and she was the first girl I ever heard call me cute. Oh. Off to the races after that. My ego said, Phew. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm cute now? And uh, I guess girls started paying attention after that. And if only that my Rangers sneakers would have helped. <laughs> we always go back. If only my Rangers sneakers would have got me some kind of play. We went from Rangers sneakers to Fila boots. The, the come up. The come up. The glow up is real. <laughs> The glow up is so real. The glow up is so real that I actually got. I I graduated. Yeah, right. The progression. The progression is like it was real, son. And uh, no, it's just like you know, just just it just seeing everybody go back to school just brought back. Like I'm not one of those people that wish I could go back in time. Like I I I don't care. Like I don't care for that. Like, but oh, if I could only be this again, or if I could go back to that, I don't care about that. Um, but it, it you know it does help you reminisce. Mm. It's like, damn, I remember this. Damn, I remember that. Mm. And uh, elementary school fucking sucked. My whole school career, I hated it. <laughs> I hated school. <laughs> From kindergarten, kindergarten was the last good year of school I had because I loved my teacher. <laughs> she loved damn. me. No, I'm, lying. I'm exaggerating yeah, damn, a little bit. Damn. I miss, at, at five, you tapped out. Miss like a- Bitterman, I loved her. She was great. She let me do whatever I want. I actually ate a crayon for the first time in kindergarten. Oh, okay. The first and only time. At least you it was ate by it. mistake. It didn't go anywhere else. At least you ate it. I swallowed it like yeah. by mistake because for some reason the crayon was in my mouth. I don't know why. And like I did like a real quick. And yeah. I swallowed. Like, oh, shit. yeah. And um, yeah, I was so free in kindergarten. Then like second grade came. Life got real after that. <laughs> I wasn't a fan. After second grade, I was not a fan. I'm like, what is this? Like math. We have scheduled books. 
And no. you take my toys away from me? No nap time? No, this ain't real. This ain't life. This, this ain't, ain't life. <laughs> and it's I, I just I mean, in school, uh were you were you uh the like the, any any kind of the popular guy at all? Like did you have your I, niche? I was a mix. Okay. I was a mix because I I was now we're skipping like elementary junior high, but we're gonna go straight to high school. High school? Yeah, like oh, where, was, what were you in high school? Oh in high school I was um What school did you go to? I went in Brooklyn, I went to Eastern District. That's okay. before it changed over the grand. I was in the Eastern District and that was like the worst school one of the worst schools in, in New York City. Mm-hmm. It was like I just got there like the year after they had like one of the biggest rise in high school history. So, yeah, it, nice. it was bad. And I went there. I was supposed to go to Transit Tech. I, I had always wanted to. Oh, good old Transit Tech. I always wanted to get into, um, I always wanted to be a, a train operator. Oh, nice. Early on, yeah, I wanted to be. I, I Still to this day, I have fascination with trains. Interesting. My mother didn't allow me to go because of uh, I was too short. Okay. Uh, I was accepted to uh, Julia Richmond High School, which is a talent unlimited high school for drama. Right. I wanted to go there. Couldn't go because I was too short. My mother was saying I was too little. God bless short people. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, I couldn't go anywhere. Um, <laughs> yeah. And um, I was on the waiting list for LaGuardia for, for, for theater. I was, okay. on, I was on the for, for that. I couldn't go there either. I actually, I actually auditioned twice for Julia Richmond. So I went to Easton. Okay. Mind you, I didn't go... To transit because I'm short. That summer I had a growth spurt. I grew about six to seven inches. Lucky and you. It was, yeah, right. Yeah, Lucky it you. came a little bit too late. Thank you, nature. Uh, well, bitch, at least it came. But <laughs> but in but in high school, uh-huh. people knew me from previous things. But I was I blended in the crowd really really easily. Okay. But you know, so you just the guy that like everybody knew, like they because people knew me from my previous high school, and plus it was a neighborhood school, so people. Knew so me everybody, from, yeah, everybody okay. knew me from All the right. neighborhood. All right. So but, it was like it was like guilty by association. But though, that was the same school where motherfuckers from Fort Greene went to, mm-hmm. Farragut, uh, a Marcy. I cannot stand Farragut. Yo, I'm telling. Well, when I was in high school, I'm I'm an adult now, but I mean, stand Farragut. Dudes. Oh my god, it was so cocky. Oh my god, huh. it was just a mess, and I would go to these classes. And I literally had to make a lot of these do. I, I literally made them laugh just so that they they don't fuck with me. They didn't mm-hmm. bother me. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, because I would go to cafeteria. Like eighth grade, I was the man in the cafeteria. <laughs> Ninth grade, high school, I was just a face in the crowd. And uh, and people, if, if you would see me, I'm partially albino with googly eyes. It's like yeah, whatever. But it was it was more prominent then. My whole school history was junior high school and before. Once high school, that, happened, that was like your 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 uh, star search moment. Well, yeah, that was it. High school, yeah. it was just you know I got uh, my hat taken from me, but I, I, I was still they still didn't fuck with me though because they yeah. I, I still had like my little I, even though I was by myself, mm-hmm. like I had my rough. Hat. When I got to tenth grade, that's mm-hmm. when dudes on my block went to school, and that's when the turn up got real, and that's when I said, you know what, I gotta leave this. I can't. Be. It's time to go now. <laughs> yeah, tap I, out, started, tap I out. started cutting school. I forgot Victor, Victor Cruz was there. Yeah. That's right. yeah. I started cutting school, and then I went to Richmond. Now, when I went to Julia Richmond, mm-hmm. that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Nice, that nice. was fun. High school really wasn't. You didn't. You really didn't enjoy yourself in high school. Like no, that? I hated elementary, junior high. But high, high school sc- was okay. Yeah, high school. I got. I got vagina. Why okay. would I not like high school? High right. school was great. <laughs> yeah, I had my best years in elementary, junior high because I was in the theater group. I was more active in the sports. Yeah, the most fun. There, and I had like a lot of. I have more friends on Facebook from junior high school and elementary school than I do from high school. I can tell you right now, everybody I went to kindergarten with, we all went through through elementary together. Yeah. Junior high was 50-50. High school, we all just like separated. But we all lived in the same neighborhood. 
So I would see them sometimes. And to see, there was this, of course, I'm getting off subject real quick, but there was this one girl named Sandra. Mm. Yo, I had a crush on her from kindergarten all through. Mm. And when I saw her, when I was like 15, 14, mm-hmm. bro, my heart melted. She just looked so good. Like, <laughs> it was like she was just like one of them flawless. Like, her sister, she had a sister named Ellie. Right. And Ellie was beautiful. So you just knew what was coming. But I didn't know that was going to happen. Right. I was like, like I saw her randomly and associated. Mm. And uh, I was going to get sodas for a party. And I saw her and I was like, and she waved at me. And I was like, oh. It's always that one girl that does it to you. I was like, oh, hi. <laughs> Pizza? Um, no, high school was, was okay for me. Uh, now, here's my thing. I started high school in Harlem. I started mm. high school at 13. Because um, my birthday's in October. 13 was the first time a woman, because she was 19, a woman came to me and told me how, how like, she said I was fine. Right. Like, exact word. I'm like, does she know I'm 13? <laughs> I don't think she knows I'm 13. I think she thinks I'm old. But I'm like, okay, like, life is different now. I actually got kicked out of my first high school mm. uh, for dumb reasons. What was your first high school? Uh, Heritage. It was on 106 in Lexington. Mm. Right around the corner and down the block from 106 in Park. Hey. Yeah, I was there the f- the first day of One Six Park, all that good stuff. Um, they actually came to find us to to come Harlem Shake during a video shoot. Okay, and I turned it down so I can go try for the basketball team at Boys Harbor. Okay, yeah. Oh, and I'm glad I did. Um, because look what you've become now. I met, no, I'm, <laughs> I met I met Gina. <laughs> my 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 obsession when I was 15. Um, I uh I got in trouble a lot in that school. Mm. All off of jealousy. Because I'll tell you, once I found out that women liked me, oh, bro, I used that shit. I, I did it. I, you couldn't keep me away. Like, I cut class to be in lunch with girls. I cut school to be outside with girls. Bro, you could not keep me away from vagina. You could not. I wouldn't say I was smashing all of them because I wasn't. I was still very uh, underutilized. <laughs> Let's put it like that. I'll tell you one thing, though. I was still slightly inactive. When I, when I, when I went to high school in the city, mm-hmm. For some reason, I don't. I guess because in, in Brooklyn, it's because I probably knew everybody. Mm-hmm. But when I went in the city, girls looked like women. Like they, especially my school. Yeah, they looked. They didn't look. They like, looked like adults. Yeah, they looked like adults. Like it was just. And with my cousin and I, since we we looked so similar, you know, they they thought he and I were like from California because of our, our skin complexion, mm-hmm. the blonde mm-hmm. hair, and all that. And they all, you know, the the attraction went there, and, and like you had, had, we had jealousy going on there. Mm-hmm. You know, guys were like, "Yo, fuck them, dude," like that kind of thing. But the women, it was, it was like, like a candy store. It was amazing. And plus, he, my cousin was in art, I was in theater, so okay. we had, we had that covered. Yeah. And you know, we were like the, uh, the artist, the, uh, the entertainer, the creative. Mm-hmm. And they always had. I don't know in your school when you had, you had a, uh, did you had, did you before I came here. Uh, but before I came to Brooklyn, we talked like my first first high school. Well, you went to well, your, 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 the following because you were used doing art in high school as well. Well, here's, right? the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I was when I was in Harlem, I got kicked out of two different art classes. Uh-huh. The first one was like a regular art class. Mm-hmm. I kicked out two weeks into the program mm-hmm. because I finished my my, my uh, assignments too fast. Right. <clears throat> I, I've never even seen some shit like that. So I had an empty period for like a semester. Right. They started an advanced art class, which right. I, I petitioned for. Same thing happened again. They kicked me out a month into the into the program because I finished everything too fast. Right, and uh, I'll go back into this story. There's a story that happens with that. But uh, then coming into Brooklyn, I took uh, art class because I knew it was going to be easy ninety, mm. and it ended up being one of the best times of my life because I had a teacher that recognized my talent 
and introduced me to a bunch of new stuff, and that's why I, where I am today. But um, I got kicked out of my last, my first high school. Like the jealousy was so bad, um, and I was I'm not gonna lie, I was stupid. I was always in like somebody's girlfriend's face too. Mm. Uh, I will not deny that. Uh, nobody really knew though. Right. Nobody ever found out. The first time it wasn't over a girl. The first time I got in trouble was not over a girl. It was actually his kid named Pedro. I went to junior high with him. Me and him got into some shit. And uh I was this was this was they call him Pete now. Not named Pete. I don't I don't know. I heard he was dead or something. <laughs> oh I shit. I don't believe it. He was a he's a gang member, so yeah. I don't know where he's at. Um Salvadorian Lion King kid. Woof. Shout out to everybody at East River Projects. Um <laughs> Yeah, them projects were serious. Uh so I uh this was like why the advanced art class was great while I was in Harlem? Mm-hmm. It's because there was a girl named Tierra. <laughs> what I tell you about this girl? She probably got mad kids now. She was like the quintessential light brown, like the real light brown girl, like yeah. real hair, long hair. The shit that girls get tracks with now yeah. was her hair, right? And um, at this time I was like, you know, just open with sex. I was like, all right, I was good. Like, I was having a lot of sex. So I was like, I'm, all right, I'm ready for another girl. Even though I had a girlfriend at the time, I was I was ready for another girl. So she was one of those girls that I was just afraid to speak to. So my boy Jermaine. He's older than me. We had, we had this joke about this guy named Moosey. And, uh, you know, and it's so true. The way to a woman's heart, make a laugh. Uh, make a laugh. I, made, I built a career on it. <laughs> Bruh. I think, thank God women find me funny. Yeah, <laughs> thank God. I built a career on it. It don't me. last long, though, because they end up hating my, my snarkiness. Oh, yeah, please. So, uh, Gift of the curse. Pretty much. So I'm, I'm sitting there talking to him, right? And I realize she's getting closer and closer. And this was maybe like the third day in the class or the second week, matter of fact. Mm. So I was already open. I was in an advanced art class. I was getting in trouble for finishing everything fast, but it didn't matter because she was next to me. So just one day she was talking to me and I was open, bro. And I'll tell you, she, all right. Remember when, when in the Power Rangers, um, they changed the Yellow Ranger again and it was Aisha, the chick with the braids? The braids, yeah. She looked like her. Oh. What oh. a ridiculous donkey ass. <laughs> and shorter and shorter. <laughs> So, she had uh, said something to me, and uh, like she, like the class was letting out. She sat next to me, and I'm like, "This is the first time, like, a woman that I actually had like a super crush on sat next to me." Mm. So I'm like, literally screeching it right now, like I'm screeching next to Lisa. Lisa Turtles right next to you, even though I was like the semi slightly cool guy. Like people knew me. Uh, So you know, you know, it's good when all the bloods in school know you. Like you know, you're safe. (laughs) So um, I'm sitting there. And all the Chris knew me too. Hilarious. Uh, so I'm sitting there and she's like getting close to me. She's talking to me or whatever. She writes her number down on, on a piece of paper and hands it to me. She said, yo, you want to come to my house after school? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, what was I supposed to say? No. Yeah. I was like, yeah. She was like, all right, I live on such and such and such. Like, she lived like 116th Street or something like that. She's like, yo, come over like four or five. I'm like, I bet. So I'm staying in the school, wasting time, chilling. My boy Sokoli, he comes and he goes, yo, you about to fight Pedro? I'm like, Pedro ain't come to school in two days. I didn't even think about him. Now, my old high school used to be an art gallery, so it's like long steps, big windows in the hallways. Mm-hmm. I go down the steps, look out the window, there's 30 motherfuckers on the corner with Pedro, all waiting for me. Mm. All waiting for me. That was the day I got hit by a car and broke my leg. Right, right. Remember that story. That was the yeah. best, worst day of my life. Right, right. That was the first incident. Second, I came back. Everybody thought I was like fucking Robocop. They thought I was going to come shoot this dude because yo, he broke his leg. And mm. My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. And everybody's like, yo, he, he about to get revenge. He be mad, quiet. Like, I don't know what to do. Met a girl named Lorena. Oh, real deep brown, dark chocolate. Amazingly. Of course, I'm going off of what I remember because I was 14, 15. <laughs> I was like 14. And um, she was a pretty girl. 
And uh, we ended up like, you know, normal shit, making out in the hallway. Mm. Like, I went to the staircase one time. I'm not, not staircase. I didn't wasn't infamous for staircase until I came to Brooklyn. Uh, that's when like they put cameras in the staircase after a while. Right. I, I, I would probably say it's because of me. <laughs> um, Pebble so, Beach. So, yeah. It's, yeah. So I don't even start on that. So we had the bus stop. And uh, I don't know how, but I was really good at convincing girls to kiss me. Mm. And I think it's like it's the same shit that what this one always says now. Got to be my lips. Has to be. Them lips. Has though. to be. Has to be. That's my selling point. Um, so we're sitting there like we're like heavily making out. Bro, she grabbed me by my collar. Mind you, I'm 14. Mm-hmm. She grabbed me by my collar, pulled me to her. She says, come meet me in my father's house. I'm going to put it on you. My whole life flashed before my eyes. And I said, yes, yes, I will come. Not that day. I think it was like the next day or whatever she wanted me to come. And I was like, yes. So I was mad excited, right? Her best friend passes me a note in class. Her boyfriend sees that. Me and her boyfriend were cool. So he thought I was passing notes with his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Long story short, me and this nigga had a little feud. And they always told me to avoid this motherfucker. So I'm standing outside of my my then girlfriend's school waiting for her to get out. This motherfucker comes from behind me out of nowhere. I heard her say no. I'm like, what? And I turned around mad slow. I felt the hardest hit upside my head ever. Then I heard a click, click, click from his razor. I ran. I was like, you are not cutting my face, nigga. I swear, this sounded like, I, this, I tell you, this is uh, the wood. <laughs> I, I'm telling you the stories I have, bro. All, and, 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 and I heard that click, jetted. Went to school two days later, got kicked out. I got expelled. And I'm the one getting fucked with. <laughs> uh, but when I came to Brooklyn, I told you I took the art class just to get a 90. Mm-hmm. So I'm do whatever. And I ended up, ended up being like great or whatever. Um, high school in Brooklyn was like cool for me. Like, what high school you went to Brooklyn? Uh, International Studies, right? Oh. Right by, you know, Global. Where global was that, yeah. Yeah, Global. Um, I almost went to Cabo Hill. So I saw this dude, I like he was about 25. Come out with a, a teardrop <laughs> on his face, a red rag on his head, and a red rag in his pocket. I told my grandma, I said, can we go to that school down there? Like, I don't want to go there. Yeah. I didn't want to get shot. And a bunch of them jumped one of my boys one day. Anyway, damn, they killed him. Mm. Uh, high school and international studies was cool. I made friends fast. Ended up with a crew. You know how I go. Everybody got a crew. Mm. Ended up with a crew. I took the art class. And my teacher ended up like introducing me to painting and like just mad, of the, exposing me to mad stuff. Because uh, she recognized, like, she's like, yo, she didn't want to say it in front of everybody, but she's like, yo, you're better than them. Yeah. <laughs> And um, I'm glad she, you know, not on some ego shit, but I'm glad she introduced me to so many things. I wouldn't be where I'm at now if it wasn't for her. Um, I'll probably just be catching up to shit. Uh, I was like semi popular because everybody knew I was a kid that could draw. Yeah. Like, it was like that in Harlem too. But like, it's like, yo, no, like, like Tony's elite. Like, yeah. he's different. Like, he's something else. And uh, I was a little, little popular with the ladies. A little popular with, you know, helps to be light skinned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I did have a girlfriend, but let's just say none of her friends were safe. Uh, I think I proved that more than once. Sad, but I was only like 16, 17. What was I supposed to do? Um, I was like, I was a little low-key popular, you know? See, with me, I had, like I said, I had the drama class. And see, with us, our drama class was after school, Mm -hmm. and it was for three hours. Damn. Yeah, it was for three hours. It was was, um, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays for three hours. So from 2.30 to 5.30, we were locked in. And um, when I auditioned, my drama teacher had already said, um, I'm going to be honest with you, you are already far beyond a lot of these kids. Because I did impressions. I knew classic stuff. Like, I was, you know, I was already taught as a kid about, you know, like West Side Story and uh, To Kill a Mockingbird and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So I was already, like, ahead. So when I went into class, all he told me was just like, listen, just 
be around for scene study, do the exercises, and just chill. So I was like, uh, remember Breakfast Club, Bender. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in the back of the class where everybody else was there, and I was just chill out. So when they would do scene studies, uh, he would pick me to be with, to assist other kids that needed the up and coming. They were good, but they up and coming. Mm-hmm. So what they would do is that we would go to other classrooms mm-hmm. separate. So a lot of times I was doing scene studies with, with girls. Nice. Alone. Nice. Yeah. Let's nice. just say... Let's just say there was a lot of uh, heavy breathing, acting going on. Heavy breathing. Very, very. Uh, my first, my first uh, scene study kiss or for 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 midterm, we were doing a scene, and in the scene, I'm supposed to lean in to kiss the girl, and mm-hmm. she's supposed to turn away, mm-hmm. and that's supposed to be part of the scene to build up the the momentum, and then mm-hmm. at the end, uh, nothing's supposed to happen. Uh, fast forward, we get to the to the moment. For weeks, I've been kissing on this girl. In scene study, like just us fooling around, right? Had a boyfriend. The boyfriend knew about it. Didn't care. Oh wow! I think they were like Ecuadorian or some shit. I don't know. Okay. But uh, <laughs> I guess that means share. But uh, went to lean in for the kiss. She never turned. Actually made out in front of the class. What? The teacher gave us a ninety nine because he said we did. We were so comfortable with our what. I had a girlfriend at the time who watched the scene. What? Not a girlfriend. She was a girl that I was seeing who watched the scene. Wasn't happy about what happened. <laughs> Wasn't happy about it. Um, but made up for her later. Quick story. Did a play um, did, uh, before um, uh, um, the Nat Turner movie. Mm-hmm. I actually was in a play that my, that my drama teacher wrote about Nat Turner. Okay. And I played Nat Turner. Uh, the that, week, that's funny you played that time. It's crazy. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, it's crazy. I had a fucking six six page monologue that I fucking remember, I memorized. Um, I was backstage with the girl I was seeing at the time because mm-hmm. uh, the play was going on. It was a it was a, uh, a, a four night sh- uh, four night show. Mm-hmm. That night, uh, she was gonna come spend the night at my house. She told her parents that she was going on a trip with school. She was okay. spending the night out. So she's backstage with me. The girl that I made out with is backstage with me. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene going on, you know, the audience of like 100 people there. Though. Yeah. So I'm standing there and uh, I feel a hand go across my crotch. Nice. So Was it a Dina Howard? It, it should have been. Okay. My mind, I'm thinking it's the girl I'm going to my house with. Mm-hmm. And no, it's the little Ecuadorian chick who's um, whoa, whoa, whoa. giving me hand manipulation back, backstage. Hello. Let, uh, uh, Santiago, you'll be on in three minutes with an erection. <laughs> And I had you got to do what you got to do. I had the big scene coming up. I bet you did. High school. I, I bet you did. High school at 10 out of 11 at, a junior high, at junior Richmond High School was actually pretty cool. It was cool. I had a, had a good time. High school High school was like, I think it was just, yeah. it was just way too much. Coming of age. It was like, uh, I, I don't know what, what I would call quite. Can you um get to the chorus on that one? Yeah. Like, it takes a minute to say. Yeah. Um, very, com- very coming of age. Yes, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, school, like high school was just a little, a, a lot for me. Um, <laughs> that is actually, it's funny because like when I was in high school, I actually came into my, my settlement from breaking my leg. I came into my settlement at 18. And the one thing you don't do is give $25,000 to 18 year old. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. That, Especially yeah. when they don't have any financial, great financial history in that family. Right. No, bro. I was buying like white Air Forces every other day. <laughs> It was like somebody spilled hot chocolate on my on my shoes one time, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna buy another one after school." Like, oh, it was a fucking dummy. But uh, it's, I mean, yeah, I, I had my little my little popular moments, and just uh, it's always good to reminisce. Like I said, seeing all these little kids on 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 uh, social media stuff just just makes you think. 
Um, but then I also remembered how how many people I went to high school that I hate. Not hate, but <laughs> just like, I don't like a lot of them. I don't like you. I don't like a lot of them. And I'm not mad at that at all. I, 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 I'm going to keep it that way. Like It it goes from, from, from motherfuckers who like, I remember when I uh, I did this painting for my grandmother, one, no, for my mother. <clears throat> I was going to give it away whenever she came. Of course, I sucked at painting when I first started. Clearly, you're supposed to suck at things that you just start. Right. Uh, but I was like, I was okay figuratively. Figuratively. Um, I had walked by with the canvas. And I started out on big canvases. I was doing like big 30 by 40s or off the back. Off the fucking back. I wasn't doing nothing small. Um, so I walked past this kid named Muhammad. And he looked at my picture. And he was like, mm. what is that, a fucking monkey? And I was like, I'm doing something right. Because <laughs> right. I love getting strong reactions from people for stuff. And I never really did at that time. But... Uh, I, I can say that I I, I I didn't not like high school. I can say that I had I had a lot of fun. Uh, you know how everybody says they made lifelong friends. Yeah, I made lifelong Facebook friends because I ain't gonna write the most of them. Children now we have nothing in common. There are a few I speak to, or a few that write to me every once in a while, and. High school's done. Right, it's finished. It's done. There's a huge chance that you'll see lightning strike twice before you actually become friends again with the rest of these motherfuckers. <laughs> like, we have nothing in common. I'm not mad at that. You gotta live and let go. It's High okay. school should be the first place where you learn how to let go. Right. Just let okay. shit go. Um, I actually did see my high school girlfriend really? recently. She, uh, so funny. Oh, my. So funny. At Curlfest, I'm up on the stage. Me and this girl broke up bad. It was bad. It was real bad. Oh, my. I'm on stage painting, right? And I turn around. Uh-huh. Yeah, here we go. I'm on stage painting. I'm sorry. I'm a little tired. And I turned around. And uh, it's, been a, it's been a very long week. <laughs> I turn around. And I hear, like, cameras. It's like, you know, people around watching me paint or whatever. And uh, I haven't seen her in years. Like, years. And um, I remember she used to always, like, talk mad shit about me, blah, blah, whatever. And when I turn around, I'm like, well, 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 look who's taking pictures of me on the stage. <laughs> who's up right now? Not you. Who? You got the camera out. Uh, yeah. All right, guys. I'm I'm done. I'm I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> um, this was fun. This was fun. Episode 69. Thank you for listening to Call Me When It's Over. I'm your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. I'm I'm at a crossroads with that name too. Your girl's favorite artist? Yeah. I feel like it's wearing thin on me. Yeah. I don't feel like I have to tell anybody. <laughs> That'll be next week. Um, please follow my Instagram at J-O-S-I-E-S-B-O-Y. All one word. Hashtag your girl's favorite artist. And follow the podcast at underscore call me when it's over. Josephsworldart.com. C-M-W-I-O.com. Click the links. Get acquainted. Bring the bags. For the bags. Speak up. Speak out. Leave your ego at the door. I'm done.
Call me when it's over.